I feel so bad for the businesses that decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest a lot of money of my own money, and I'm going to become someone that employs people. I'm going to start a business, and I'm going to do it on one of the bigger streets in Toronto, like Bloor Street, and then the bike lane pilot project came in, and then they lost some significant business. Or like King Street between Bathurst or Jarvis. I'm going to take the gamble. I know most restaurants shut down within three years. It really is a labor of love. Let's see how it goes. And then, boom, the city decides they're going to do a streetcar pilot uh, project for a year where they are going to force traffic off of uh, King Street. There are a lot of uh, King Street West restaurant owners and other local business owners that are basically getting together and talking about how frustrated they are with the new project. They are literally trying to figure out exactly what to do. They've started their own think tank. And they're holding little meetings, and they are wondering if they need to protest. Joshua Hendon joins the show right now. He's a local resident and director of Treeline Catering. Uh, Joshua, you are involved in this little think tank. You have friends in the in restaurants in the area that own them. You don't have you don't have a storefront on King, but you're very involved with uh, King Street, correct? That's correct. Give us an idea of how the businesses that your friends run on King Street are being affected. I think you put it really, really well, actually. I listened to your lead-up, and um, I think you, you've nailed the sensitivity right on the head. And uh, a lot of people are uh, sort of glossing over the fact that there are a lot of individuals, uh, many of whom uh, worked and toiled uh, uh, to, to get to the point where they could have a successful business on a prime street in Canada's largest city, only to have a huge chunk of that success taken away by this uh, transit project. So um, you're right. We, we are considering ways to, to spread the message, and, and they were to be peaceful and warm. And one of them uh, we were considering was to play road hockey on King Street, which previous to the beginning of this uh, project a couple of weeks ago would have been unfathomable. Well, now but you I- don't have to yell car. <laughs> that's it. Maybe ding dong, there's a streetcar, but that's about really, and 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 that's the, that's it. Yeah. And and we joked about it, but you know, it's every couple of minutes you might see one streetcar go by, but it's it's very vacant, and and the difference is is noticeable. And the point that we wanted to get across to the city councilors and to to other people, and uh, you know, to promoters of this uh, project is it's just a little too extreme. It's not that. Uh, the businesses and other residents uh, uh, that I speak with are anti-improvement uh, and and uh, and aren't for public transit. It's just that this measure is quite extreme and uh, is, is coming at a personal toll for many. You know, without naming names, because I know there's some people that are, you know, talking to lawyers right now and trying to figure out what they can do because they say their businesses have dropped significantly. I want to know if you could give us, you know, without uh, outing someone, is to give us a more specific indication of how it's hurting someone. Like, give us a little sketch of someone's experience right now. Well, um, so I live in the area, and I, I've done so for uh, over over a decade. And uh, recently I was at a, a sandwich shop, and I couldn't help but overhear a couple of people uh, talking. And, and one of the gentlemen runs one of the smaller businesses. Uh, it is a food service business between Spadina and Bathurst, and the difference with him was was massive. Some people, you know, and and, and I, I've just out of personal interest, uh, uh, spoken with a number of the business owners, and and there are one or two that weren't affected, um, but most, even large brand names, were affected noticeably. I heard 20 percent uh, uh, downturns uh, as numbers thrown out by some. 
Are you some hearing people as, saying that they're going to have to maybe lose their business? They're going to have to some, shutter? Yeah, some as great as 50%. And, and, and as I was trying to, to get to the, the person that I overheard, I, I, I began a conversation with, and, and they were sure that they would close you know, within a month or two of this. Wow. They simply wouldn't be able to, to persevere. And so we just wanted to make other people aware that individuals will bear the, bear the cost. And that just strikes me as, as really unfair. Okay, I want to ask you this. There, I heard some people talking about the fact that, well, we're into winter now. It's colder. That's why there's a little drop in business. What do you say to that? I think it's naive to to assume that we're not familiar with the downturn in business as the seasons change. Uh, you know, uh, again, being being intimately familiar with the neighborhood, of course, we're aware that there's a downturn as the the a thermometer plummets. That's normal, but this is abnormal. And the difference between uh, the day before the the pilot project went in and the day and the weeks after is is night and day. It's drastic. You have you complained to the city councilor? So we've spoken with a couple of city councilors. This is a new, uh, a, a new, a new thing for us. You know, I've, uh-huh. I've never, never considered a protest before, and I've never had to uh, rally fellow entrepreneurs uh, against uh, a decision that the city made. Um, so it, it seemed natural to reach out to people more familiar with the political system. And so it, you're right; we have reached out to a couple of councilors who are more familiar with these processes. What are you hearing? Well, um, are they sympathetic? Are they empathetic? They actually are. Even the people that were, were pro, uh, you know, were, were supporting this uh, transit policy are sympathetic. Um, you know, we were very uh, keen not to become involved in any um, in politician A versus politician B uh, sort of sideline of the topic that's, that's at uh, the heart of the matter. Um, but they all had some some points, and you know, we've learned what it takes to overturn a decision like this in, in terms of councillor votes and, and getting it brought back up at city council. And uh, so, sure, we are coming. We are becoming, as a group, a little more savvy in the, the ins and outs of um, you know the processes of a city. But if you're going to lose your business within a month, you don't have time to wait for the uh, city to decide. You know, I was thinking about this drastic move that you guys are considering the local businesses. We're talking with Joshua Hendon, who is a local along King Street West and has uh, several uh, local business owners. And he have been sitting down and talking about what they can do. They feel that this pilot project is, you know, damaging their businesses. The drastic move. You know, by putting together plotting to protest by blocking a streetcar, you know, has the precedent, did you get this idea because the precedent's been set with the Pride Parade, you know, disruption disruption in this city gets action? I'd like it to, to be really clear that uh, every idea that we've, we've bandied about, and I, I mentioned the, the road hockey one, was meant to be peaceful, but to get attention. We yep. wanted city council to know that... Uh, and we have total respect for progress and, and for decisions made. But, um, you know, that one actually came, uh, I'm a fan of uh, Paul Watson and, and other activists. Uh, so there was a similar uh, a move in Clayquot Sound uh, on Vancouver Island years ago. So I guess that's where the idea came from uh, in terms of uh, there was blockading of, of logging roads and, and other things um, in Vancouver Island years ago. So, so I think that's where the idea came from, and, and the idea, and it was just an idea at this point, it still is. We're really happy to get uh, the media on board this idea at this point. Um, is there or, a tweak that you could do, that you could do to this pilot project that you guys have sat down absolutely. and said, well, you know what, this absolutely. is the answer. What's the answer? Absolutely. Well, there are a number of answers, and, and at the root of them, it's simply less extreme. Okay, so give uh, me a couple of them. 
For for one thing, if uh, the insistence was to have the uh, streetcars run unfettered, it could be at times of day. You know, we could run those streetcars at peak times, for example, instead of at 24 hours a day without allowing uh, taxis or Ubers uh, in uh, through through most of the period. Like I rush think, hour. Uh, like rush hour. I think I think almost everybody would be amenable to a change that uh, allowed. Uh, freedom for the streetcars during morning and evening rush hours, but uh, allowed a return to, to the energy and, and the traffic. Uh, and and not, I'm not saying traffic jams, but I'm talking about uh, all sorts of uh, vehicle and pedestrian traffic, which is what that neighborhood really has been about for the last 10 years. So you're telling me there's not even foot traffic now on King? There are people. I'm not going to tell you that there's nobody, but the difference is is undeniable, and even people, you know, it strikes me that the people enjoying the project the most are people who live in the west end of the city and work in the financial or downtown district. And, you know, just a, a number of personal conversations, those people who seem to enjoy this project the most admit that there is a massive change in vibe in uh, in the King West area. So when are you guys going to, you know, if you don't hear back from the city... When do you plan to enact some well, form I, of protest? Sure, I, you know I can I can see that you you know I've tried to make clear that this is an idea that the protest is is not uh, fully baked at this point, mm-hmm. and, and what we're hoping is that with this recent uh, uh, run of um, recognition that uh, we've received in the last few days, that there has been finally some some awareness and and some press uh, coming about the challenges to the businesses. Um, that the, the mayor and other councillors will uh, will reach out and, and consider softening the measure. Well, Barbara Gray right now, the general manager of the city's transportation services department, she basically, she came from Seattle. She's big on the bike projects. Uh, she put bike lanes all over Seattle. And she points to, to the Bloor bike lanes and she says this is an example of how, you know, you're going to lose some business, but it'll return to normal after the initial shock changes. There's a lot of people that disagree with the fact that uh, anything turned, you know, went nor- back to normal again for those Bloor Street businesses. So that doesn't sound hopeful for you guys. It does. Personally, I find that massively insensitive. And uh, I think if the roles were reversed, that uh, the, the person um, might have a different view. I think it's incredibly insensitive to suggest that individuals uh, who are already burdened by you know high rents, high tax rates, increasing labor rates, uh, bear the brunt of of these changes and i think consideration needs to be taken for individuals whom as you've rightly described worked risked um you know opened uh, uh, businesses on a prime strip only to have uh, face the greater changes joshua have you guys named this group uh we haven't that's actually it's funny you mentioned that that was one of the pieces of advice that we received from the councillors was uh, that we really need to organize before we can consider any form of, of protest either on the street or at city council itself that that's something that uh, is being bandied about is that we do need to be better organized to to present not just a voice of frustration or anger but uh, offer some suggestions and uh, present our opinions in a, in a positive way well joshua i appreciate you being on the show today i wish you the best of luck i mean you know i know a lot of uh, people that have gone into the restaurant business it is a tough battle it's a labor of love and there is a lot of risk involved and you know when uh, businesses go under uh, not just the person that put out the money outlaid the money in the beginning lose their jobs but so do the people they hire so it's it's important that we get this thing right i appreciate your time 
I appreciate your sympathy. Thanks very much for sharing our opinions. Let us know when you name that group. Uh, Joshua Hendon, local resident, and he's director of Treeline Catering, joining the show. He's one of the many people. He's a local on King Street West, lived there for years, and he sympathizes with the King Street businesses uh, that are saying, look at our we just aren't getting the same kind of traffic we have, and we've noticed it in the last two weeks. Some people are saying business is down 40% on weekdays and 20% on weekends since this pilot project started. I love the idea of just doing the pilot project on rush hours. Why could we not have done that?